Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording from the home bunker. Folks, there is, you know, a lot of news already percolating at the start of this good, good week in this godforsaken fucking country. So let's just get right to it, shall we? Well, first up, Ron DeSantis's presidential campaign is not doing well. It's probably doing as well as the entire state of Florida, which is to say that it's hanging on by a fucking thread. Look, I don't want to count my chickens before they hatch because we are a very long time away from the real kickstart to the presidential 2024 campaign season. And a lot can happen, and a lot usually does happen. But any time that a media outlet is comparing you to Ted Cruz, know that you are not doing a good job, and that is not a fucking compliment. Many are saying that Ron DeSantis' campaign is pretty much like Ted Cruz's of yesteryear, where folks thought that he was going to be a good contender and giving him, you know, lots of accolades, and then he gets on to the world stage and just fucking fizzles. The same thing is happening with Ron DeSantis. But I want to read you this, that Ebro, um, who goes by Old Man Ebro on Instagram and is a personality and host at Hot 97 here in New York, he posted this and I shared it in my stories if you follow me on Instagram at D2Cents, D-E-E-T-W-O-C-N-T-S. He posted this and I want you to just think about this as I talk about the fact that Ron DeSantis is firing roughly 20 staffers, that he is losing money, that he is doing a quote-unquote reset. And the fact is that Ron DeSantis only launched his presidential campaign a few weeks ago. If we really put things into real context, like there had been, you know, 
chatter about him launching his presidential campaign, but he didn't actually launch it until several weeks ago. And you're already in the midst of like a full blown reset and firing people. And, you know, and now he's going to sit down with Jake Tapper because you know that he hates all media unless he's controlling it. But this is what Ebro posted. Quote, Florida is a failed state. It is the inflation hotspot of the United States, while the national average has dropped to its lowest level in years. Insurance companies are fleeing and consumers are being hit with skyrocketing costs. Rent prices are through the roof. There is a historic teacher shortage. Doctors and nurses are leaving in droves. Businesses are pulling massive development projects amid the state's attack on the free market. And that's before you get into the attacks on the LGBTQ plus community, the banning of books, the censorship of American history and the war on reproductive rights and more. When it's all said and done, Ron DeSantis may just go down as the single worst governor in history. The other piece of this as well, you know, is when you look at and this was in a CNBC study found that the 10 worst states to live in, the 10 worst states to live in, were all controlled by Republican majorities. And let me tell you that Florida is on the fucking list. And so, folks, it's like nine of the 10, I'm sorry, were controlled by Republicans. And Florida was, of course, on that list. So when you think about Ron DeSantis's campaign, his failure to launch, all of the things that he has going against him in the state of Florida and the fact that he can't get through a sentence without uttering the word woke 75 million times. How do we think that Deron DeSantis was going to play on the national stage when he can't even manage himself and his state? Right. So if I were a Republican opponent, right. I'm holding up Ron DeSantis's stats in Florida, and I'm saying, do you want the, him to run the country into the ground the way that he's running his state into the ground? Because these motherfuckers don't care about their constituencies, and that is so clear. Because if you did, then you would be creating measures that would be making people's lives better, not worse, that would be hoarding more people to come to your state, not flee and find refugee states around the country. And so when I hear the remarks and see all the chatter about Ron DeSantis being in quote unquote turmoil, none of that is a fucking shock to me at all. Because he, one, he may have the same cruel policy ideas and tactics that Donald Trump has and the rest of the Republican Party has. He has none of the fucking charisma. You know, the thing, and I said this on my other show, The New Abnormal, the thing about Donald Trump, for better or for worse, is that Donald Trump has been like a mascot for white male mediocrity. It is something that they look at, that they look towards to rev them up, right, and make them feel like hanging out with blonde models and having them on your arm or shitting in gold toilets or you know, marrying a bunch of models is like they can do it too. Donald Trump had always been somebody that mediocre white men idolize, right? And that was before he came into politics. And so when you understand that about who 
Donald Trump's base is and why they like him. And then you put those same metrics, use that same rubric on a Ron DeSantis, it don't fit. It doesn't match up because he has as much charisma as a fucking brick. Do you know what I'm saying? Like he has nothing distinguishing about him. I watched a clip the other day of Ron DeSantis going into a Dairy Queen. And I swear to God, his responses to things have me believe that this man may in fact be the most life-like robot I've ever seen. Ron DeSantis is in a Dairy Queen talking about, I've known about blizzards for a long time. And like, you know, uh, I'm happy to be a part. What? Like the like the blizzard, like the ice cream item on the fucking menu? What are you talking about? You sound fucking dumb and crazy. Like tie that in with his like god awful laughter and his weird whining high pitched voice. I swear to God, a President DeSantis, I can't imagine getting 75 million votes, which is what Donald Trump got in the last election. I can't imagine this man getting 10 million votes. So, you know, we will see. And again, I'm not, you know, putting all of my eggs in one basket. But given the state of Ron DeSantis's basket right now, he got a lot of patchwork he need to be doing. And maybe wants to stop operating inside of the Ron DeSantis can do nothing wrong bubble and actually get out to the people because you will see other reports right, that are coming out that are saying major donors are leaving Donald Trump and going and knocking on Ron DeSantis's doors, which may be all fine and good, right, for you being able to fund your campaign. But what shows enthusiasm on the ground is not major donors giving you money. It is low dollar donors who are giving you small amounts of money. But there are so many people that like, it really shows folks' enthusiasm. And when you look at that, Joe Biden is wiping the fucking floor, not just with Ron DeSantis's campaign, but with every single other Republican's campaign. And that is based on reporting by NBC News and others that Joe Biden outraced, right, in small dollar donors, every single Republican that's running right now combined, bringing $72 million. Right. So. I think that it's important, folks, to recognize. That. This is going to be a really long campaign season, it's going to be a long presidential season and the most consequential one of our lifetimes. But don't believe the hype that folks are putting up around these Republicans. Don't ignore it, right? Don't take it for granted. But also just dig a little deeper than their surface layer bullshit. Because when you, I don't know, take a teaspoon down into the campaign of Ron DeSantis, it comes up with shit. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. 
Visit TomboyX.com. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. (sighs) Good one, Dad. (sighs) Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Moving on, folks, I want to talk about Harlan Crow for a minute. So Harlan Crow is the billionaire benefactor to Clarence Thomas. And in a ProPublica article, which had me so fucking disgusted, folks, like, I'm just so sick to death of the ultra fucking wealthy. I'm so sick to death to find out in this article that Harlan Crow pays half the amount of taxes that I do. So if entrepreneurs in this country are taxed at 33, listen, 33% of their income, right? This, you know, we're so proud of people pulling themselves up from their bootstraps and like, you know, going out there and, you know, being cowboys and cowgirls and all this bullshit rhetoric that Americans say about business and titans and whatever, they actually do not create a tax system and structure that would have people not be chained to a corporation, a nonprofit, academia, or anything because of the tax structure, right? So entrepreneurs are taxed, self-employed people are taxed at 33%. Harlan Crow, a fucking multi-billionaire, because of our broken tax system, has been able to pay about 15%. 15%. 
which is way less than most middle-class people in the United States. That is fucking infuriating, and that's not even the point of my conversation with you all today about this ProPublica article. But when I got to that point in the piece, I wanted to throw the whole fucking country out, right? So let me just read you some of the highlights. Tax data obtained by ProPublica provides a glimpse of what congressional investigators would find if Crow were to open his books to them, which until now he has been denying access to. Crow's voyages with Thomas, the data shows, contributed to, guess what, a nice side benefit. They helped reduce Crow's tax bill. The rich, as we've reported, often deduct millions of dollars from their taxes related to buying and operating their jets and yachts. Crow followed that formula through a company that purported to charter his superyacht. But a closer examination of how Crow used the yacht raises questions about his compliance with the tax code, experts said. Despite Crow's representations to the IRS, ProPublica reporters could find no evidence that his yacht company was actually a profit-seeking business as the law requires. They go on. Based on what information is available, this has the look of a textbook billionaire tax scam, said Senate Finance Committee Chair Ron Wyden, Democrat from Oregon. Quote, these new details only raise more questions about Mr. Crow's tax practices which could begin to explain why he's been stonewalling the Finance Committee's investigations for months. As ProPublica reported in April, Crow lavished gifts on Thomas for over 20 years, often in the form of luxury trips on, guess what, Crow's jets and yachts. One focus of the investigations is whether Crow disclosed his generosity toward Thomas to the IRS since large gifts are subject to the gift tax. Another is whether Crow created his trips with Thomas as deductible business expenses. While the data sheds light on how Crow might have accounted for Thomas's trips, there are no clear implications of Thomas's own taxes, experts said. Folks, I just... I want to scream. I want to scream because right now you have actors and writers on strike. You have other strikes that are getting ready to be rolled out. And I have called for a national strike on this show and other shows for the last several months. And why is that? Because the greed that is associated with capitalism and our broken economic system that only rewards the ultra-wealthy needs to be grinded to a halt because of people like Harlan Crow and others. Because when you read this piece, and this is another piece that I want to read that I highlighted at the opening, quote, for Crow, the tax breaks from his yacht were just one way he was able to achieve a lighter tax burden. The tax code is particularly friendly to commercial real estate titans, and Crow generally enjoyed low taxes during that same period. 
he paid an average income tax of 15%, according to the IRS. It's a rate typical of the very wealthiest Americans, but lower than the personal federal tax rates of even many middle-income workers. Harlan Crow is worth billions of fucking dollars. And he is paying a 15% tax rate in comparison, like I said, to myself as a self-employed person and to many, 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 many middle-class people. The goal, right, has always been to create an invisible but very obvious economic caste system in the United States, where our tax laws and codes and our policies always benefit the super wealthy. Folks, everything about capitalism is a fucking lie. Everything is created to tell us and make us believe the lie that there isn't more than enough. That when you listen to people like Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, who had the audacity to say that the things that the WGA and the Actors Guild are asking for are quote-unquote unrealistic, when the man is making $24 million a year. And I'm sorry, he's actually making more than that. It's why he was brought back as CEO, right? Like, because he's the fixer. He does all the things, makes all the hard decisions, and he gets paid tens of millions of dollars. And you work and head a multi-billion dollar corporation who isn't paying its people. And instead of CEOs and shareholders taking even a little bit of a hit because they are taking more than their fair fucking share. If we were to operate and create an economic system that operated from a place of equity, you would not have the ultra-wealthy that have been making gains over the last decade while everyone else's income has stayed stagnant. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time 
with the customers, that is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of... dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I was reading something the other day that said that millennials own less property and have less wealth at this stage in their life than every other fucking generation prior to them. Why is that? They are the most educated because we beat into their parents' heads and their grandparents' heads that the way to achieve the quote-unquote American dream was to go to college. So they all went and got degrees that saddled them with, in some places, over six figures worth of fucking debt. And now they're so saddled with debt that guess what? They can't fucking buy homes or cars. And guess what? Because of that, they're also not getting married. And because of that, like, you see all of these things. The ripple effects of the greed. It isn't that this generation isn't educated. It isn't that they're not hardworking. It is that the people that are at the top, the 1%, have realized that they could get even more if they just squeeze a little bit fucking harder. And if they make sure to pin all of us against each other. As opposed to looking at who is truly the puppet master here. It's not that there are people coming across the border that are stealing jobs. It's not that, oh, affirmative action allowed for all of these unqualified black people and people of color to take jobs. No, all of that is a fucking lie. It is a fucking lie that has been weaved into our policy decisions and political ideology and political platforms that keep this nation's people at each other's throats why the rich look down on us and fucking laugh as they move us around on their chessboard, on their fucking Monopoly boards. It only costs Harlan Crow a couple of trips on a jet and a couple of luxury vacations, a mortgage, and a private school in order to buy a Supreme Court justice. And because of our tax codes, 
favoring the ultra fucking wealthy, right? He's been able to use his jet and his yacht as tax shelters, right? So long as I say that I have a quote unquote business and I'm running this as a business, even if I'm paying myself, then I can avoid taxes. What the fuck? So, you know, folks, it's just, the grift is so deep. The grift is so deep. It is so wide and it goes everywhere. If Republicans get the White House in 2024, there will be no more elections. We all know that. You guys know that. But not only will there be no more democracy as we know it, there won't be a middle class. There won't be anything other than the working poor and the ultra wealthy, which is what you see in a lot of countries around the world. That's it. There is no in between. Because what access to education and what social safety nets have allowed for is the creation of a robust middle class that you do not see in a lot of nations around the world. And so if you think that because or people around you, people in your family, think that because they're not part of a marginalized community that is outwardly being under attack right now that they are safe, play this episode for them because they are not. The rich is like the big nothing in the never-ending story. If you've never seen that movie, it's amazing. 1980 childhood fantasy film. And the big nothing is just gobbling up, gobbling up this world. Until this young man in the story gets the courage to believe that, like, he can fight against it. The Republican Party and the 1% are insatiable. They'll keep gobbling up the middle class, the lower middle class, and the poor until there is nothing fucking left. And then they'll take their rockets and they'll go to Mars and try and occupy that. Folks gotta wake up. Because we are in truly, truly extraordinary times. That is it for me today, dear friends, on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.